Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking up with day five of our time management principles from God's Word devotional on the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you guys want to follow along with us. And as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then Tori's going to pick up with the Devo. Let's do it. The scripture is Luke chapter 14, verses 28 and 29 and 30, and they say this, Suppose one of you wants to build a tower. Won't you first sit down and estimate the cost to see if you have enough money to complete it? For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, everyone who sees it will ridicule you, saying, this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. The devotional is titled, Plan Each Day, and it says this, It's no secret that to be successful with your finances, you must plan where you will spend your money before it winds up in your bank account. <laughs> Oopsies. We should take the same disciplined approach to our time. After all, unlike money, we can't earn more time. So we should be even more inclined to budget our hours than our dollars. If you followed Jesus's lead in day two of this reading plan, you should have clear boundaries outlining how much time you have dedicated to be productive in any given day. With these boundaries set, your commitments collected, and your essential few projects and tasks identified, it's time to enter into a more granular planning mode, determining how you are going to spend each hour of each day. I love Jesus' words in Luke 14, 28. For which of you, wanting to build a tower, doesn't first sit down and calculate the cost to see if he has enough to complete it? The way we calculate the cost of our productive activities is by budgeting our time, ensuring we have enough to complete the things we have committed to. So what does this look like practically? For me, I spend the last 30 minutes of every workday identifying the most essential tasks and projects I want to accomplish the following day and planning out how I will allocate my time to accomplish those things and everything else on my calendar. This way, when I sit down at my desk the next morning, I don't have to waste precious mental energy thinking about what I will do next. The decisions have been made. Now, all I have to do is execute. All throughout Proverbs, God reveals the wisdom of conservatively planning out how to spend our time and money. When planning out your days, be intentional about underestimating what you can accomplish in a 24-hour period. Human nature is to overestimate what we can accomplish in any given time period. Simply being aware of this will help you make wiser decisions in planning out your time. It's far better to end the day with unexpected free time than to not accomplish what you set out to. That's convicting. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Jesus' warning in Luke 14, 29 through 30. For if you lay the foundation and are not able to finish it, Everyone who sees it will ridicule you saying, this person began to build and wasn't able to finish. Not doing what we say we will do is harmful to our testimony to a lost world. Plan your time well to ensure you can finish what you've committed to start. Yeah, this is so good. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give away too much. Uh, in in uh, Tori's Unveiled program in month two, it's about boundaries, mm -hmm. but one of the things that she talks about in the course is that you have to like figure out like, what are you setting boundaries for? Like what's mm -hmm. the purpose and work your way backwards. And yeah. so I think it's something that for us all to think about is that as you 
try to plan every hour or every day or every week or whatever that may look like what's best for you and like Mm -hmm. your family or whatever, it's important to understand what are you planning for? What's the goal here? Because it's easy to sit down and say, oh, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to have breakfast. I'm going to have devotional time. Then I'm going to go to school. And you kind of just map out tasks rather than the purpose for the tasks. Mm -hmm. And then you wake up one day, you're like, wow, I did a lot of nothing. A lot of nothing that I actually want to do, which is like my purpose. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's a good idea for us to be, okay, well, in my current stage of life, where am I at? Where is God calling me? What's my vision? What's what mission am I on? And then work your way backwards as you create that kind of to-do list. Yeah. Cause then you'll actually follow through with that. Cause there's a rhyme and a reason to it mm-hmm. rather than just like trying to look like a productive human. And by the way, like I'm not calling you out. I'm calling myself out cause it's so easy to just, you know, you guys have heard it all before being busy has almost become like a badge of honor in society. You know, when people ask you like, how are you doing? Oh, I'm just really busy. And it's like a subtle flex and we don't always mean it that way, but it's like a, it's something that's there. And it's like what this author was saying is like, how great would it feel to actually finish the day with extra time left yeah. over versus finishing the day and feeling stressed about tomorrow already. Mm-hmm. When scripture tells us, worry about today for tomorrow, worry about itself. You have yeah. enough things going on today. Mm-hmm. And so I think getting to that why, getting to that purpose and work your way backwards will help you discern how to plan your day because you'll only add in things that are actually important to that task. Yeah, I loved how you said underestimate how much you can get done in a day. She's looking at me because I'm the king of overestimating. You do tend to overestimate. Tend. What? I, I 100% <laughs> Realistic. overestimate. Yeah. Um, but I think as we underestimate, then we end the day feeling accomplished mm-hmm. versus when we overestimate and then we end the day feeling defeated. And I feel like we got trapped in that a lot last year where we like overestimated the amount that we'd be able to get done and we overcommitted ourselves. And then for me, I just was left in this constant state of feeling behind. And that's like, for, for me and my personality, like the worst feeling possible for me. Like I love feeling like I'm ahead. Like I get everywhere early. Like I do Mm. not like being late on anything. I would rather like over, um, I would, it's, it's uh, under promise over deliver. Exactly. But I think, I think what Tori's saying, which is really good. I'm glad you're mentioning this is that things change Mm -hmm. whenever we had committed to this stuff. It was before we had a baby Yeah. and then insert a baby. We're like, Oh wow. Actually we did bite off more than we can chew. And it's, it's important for us to understand life changes and you all have experienced it Mm -hmm. and to be able to adapt and roll with those changes is super important. Yeah. I look back at my college schedule and it really was like, scheduled out to every 30 minutes of the day and the amount of stuff that I like had going on in that season. I can't imagine having in this season, but the season's completely different because we're taking care of another human and doing other things. And so being realistic about the season that you're in right now and what your capacity is and making sure that the Holy Spirit is a part of your planning process is vital. Yeah, that's, that's huge. I'm so glad you said that. I feel like I'm just your hype man right now. Like, like uh, s- cool devotionals aside, all this stuff, busyness, all this stuff about like planning your day, new year, new me, like none of that matters if the Holy Spirit's not in it. Yep. And guys, let's make sure that we're making God the center of everything. Mm-hmm. Because like the way the author ended this devotional was talking about like, 
we're representing Christ. Right. And if we say yes to something and we don't do it, what does that make Christ look like? And don't we want to make him look good? I think I yeah. mentioned that a few months ago when I got really emotional. Yeah, I was like, I want to represent him well, and you should want to represent him well. Yeah. And the way we talk and the way we treat people and the way we dress and the way we honor people, the way, you know, our integrity yeah. and, and especially in the way we plan our so precious time, mm -hmm. that's a gift from him. Yeah. And so like, let's, let's take this seriously. And again, I'm talking to myself, like, let's take this seriously. Let's honor him with our time, which is our most precious commodity. Yeah. Amen. Want to praise that out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for conviction. We know that when we are convicted about anything, it just points to the fact that your Holy Spirit is alive and working and active inside of us, Father. So we pray that you would be a part of this process with us, that you would help us plan our days, that you would help us steward our time, that you would help us be better representations of you, Father, that our yeses mean yes, Father, that we would be men and women of integrity and that we would be productive for your kingdom, that we would live on purpose and on mission. But Lord, we can't do it without you. So we're praying for your help today. We pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When else that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Yes. And y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. And we're talking to you tomorrow. Sayonara. Sayonara.